if you want to have a business, you have to be there and you have to be in control. If not, you know, you can't just trust anybody. Not even people always used to say like family and business don't mix. And there's a reason they say because jealousy comes into it. Who wants to be boss? Who doesn't want to be boss? You know, sometimes they could just hate the fact that you're above them and you're telling them what to do, you know, and they'll just mess the whole thing up. Welcome to Ask Pro's Business, where we have conversations with people in business about their business journey so as to provide our listening community with a variety of strategies that can help grow their businesses. Welcome to Ask the Pro's Business, you know, where we talk to business owners like you, you know, people in business, you know, trying to give us an insight, they share their experiences, success stories, difficulties, and how they've dealt with such difficulties. And on this mm-hmm. episode, I got Grace here. She's got her own thing going, you know, she's also... Hello. <laughs> yeah, got her own thing going. She's also in the indie healthcare, you know, so got to give it up for Grace, saving lives out there, doing a fantastic job, you know. And um, Grace, to kick things off, we want to tell the community, the audience, you know, who you are and how you grew up you know, as a kid. My name is Grace Fashanu Ejekowo. I'm from Nigeria and I'm from Akoko Edo State in a small town called Okwe. You know, people from Igara would know, from Aochi Igara would know where it is. And growing up as a kid, let's see, I've always wanted to do fashion since I was a little girl. I used to cut off my socks and dress my <laughs> my doll babies. My stepmom used to be so angry. She used to be like every term that it's time to go back to school. Grace doesn't have socks. Like <laughs> that's one thing she always has to go out and buy. It was very stressful for her. But you know, that's where my dad knew, okay, this was where my passion and what my skill he should, like he kind of gave him a perspective of where he should help me towards and like in high school I did social and arts, you know, just to keep me on this lane to get me prepared for you know, this whole situation that I'm in now that I can actually do fashion and I'm a quick learner with it because it's something that I've grown up, you know, wanting to do and having passion for and being on the lane for it. And um, that's, that's pretty much me at this point. Right now I'm trying to, you know, I just finished university at uh, UCLan, Lancashire, Preston. So I want to, basically, um, I want to get my foundation started for my business. I want to have my own fashion line. And this coronavirus has just come and put its own menu on the year. So we're flowing with the COVID right now. <laughs> yeah, but in, in terms of starting your own fa- fashion line, you've already started that one, haven't you? You've already started that journey, haven't you? Yes, I've already started the journey, to be fair. The thing is, it's just that I haven't, I've built the foundation, which is already solid. It's just to have everything set, like website, like things like that. These are things that are now going to be coming up because like when I was running my fashion line and being in college, I would lie to you, it was the most toughest time. I've had to even, like I have a factory back home that I'm no longer working with. Managing them, being in uni, my relatives, you know, my aunt decided she wanted the factory for herself. I was like, you know, that whole battle was draining for me. I had to let it go. I had to just be like, you know what, Grace, you have to, this is something you want to do and you have the vision 
just go for it because I couldn't start fighting battles that are just going to keep me from not doing what I'm meant to do. Do you understand? Things like this can actually destroy people's destinies. You have to be in control of your own energy, your own light. And I regard, you know what, it's best for me to finish before starting all over again. So I had to drop everything that I was doing. So now I know I have a very strong foundation. I'm a good designer and I can also sew. So now it's just to kickstart everything okay, in okay. a proper way that people can relate <laughs> to me as a business and take me seriously. Okay, Grace. Now, the, the little story you just gave now, you know, about partnership with your, with your relative back home. When you say back home, you mean yeah. Nigeria, right? Yes, yes, okay. Nigeria. So what, what, what were the lessons learned from that? You know, what, what did you gain from that partnership, from that experience? Well, I, first of all, what I learned was that I always used to have a problem thinking that, okay, I knew what I did was good, but I didn't know if people saw what I did as good, if there was a market for me out there. So working with them back home, having a bigger skill to produce, I did find out that there were a lot of people that would actually love to buy my designs and they would love to patronize me. And then the other lesson that I learned from it was that if you want to have a business, you have to be there and you have to be in control. If not, you know, you can't just trust anybody. Not even people always used to say like family and business don't mix. And there's a reason they say because jealousy comes into it. Who wants to be boss? Who doesn't want to be boss? You know, sometimes they could just hate the fact that you're above them. And you're telling them what to do, you know, and they'll just mess the whole thing up. And when you let go, they want to, you see that it's not like they couldn't do the job you asked them to do. They just wanted to be the ones in charge and do it for themselves. (laughs) You know, so it's always good to have your own thing going on and be present. Like this business now that I'm having to build again and put myself because being control of it, I'm the one doing everything from scratch, from design to making, you know, I'm the one having my own quality control, my own production. And the more I'm going to push this way, I know, yes, it's going to put me on a bigger scale that when I start having the proper customers and everything that, you know, I have and I'm, and I want and where I guess where I want to be, it would even make it more easier because I'm growing strong, just already being in control. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Great, yeah. Grace. Um, your your fashion line is Odofe Designs. You know, I know mm-hmm. building a brand. You know, the name really matters. Yeah. What inspired that name? You know, why, how did you come up with that name? Well, Odofe is actually my name. It's part of my name. It's my grandfather's name. He gave that name to my dad. It means river of wealth. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's the name. And growing up, because we're royalty back home. Mm-hmm. So growing up with my grandfather, my grandfather had this business called UMI. That's Udofe Industrial Limited. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes metal and, um, you know, I wanted to build the legacy from what my grandfather had because like that was what really inspired me to be this independent woman, to be wanting to work for myself, to get something doing because like I was at home where I was seeing different countries, like 
different parts of the world were coming down just to see my grandfather for things that he was doing in Nigeria. Like it was mad. He was working with China. He was working with people in America, Australia, Pakistan, you know, a lot of even um, nearby African presidents, ministers were coming all the way to Akoko Edo just to work with my grandfather's um, factory. And it was also called Udofe. So me, since he passed away and everything, like I just felt like I also wanted to put that legacy out there. And when people search Udofe designs, like they can also see where other things where Udofe has, what Udofe has done for the community and where that name actually came from, you know, it's almost like legacy from my grandfather. Okay, that's good. You're in a design, you know, fashion design business, which which is quite, you know, different from what your grandfather did. Yeah. But in, in terms of, you know, personal branding, you know, and what your grandfather has done, you know, how do you like, you know, hope to stand out from other brands out there? You know, because like, the story you just gave now, your, your grandfather stood out, you know, he worked with a lot of people. How do you want to replicate that for yourself? Well, I think it's also basically, it's almost the same thing for me, because I feel like there's one thing that, you know, is, that happens a lot in Nigeria, which is like imports. Although, yes, I know everybody has to start from somewhere. So I'm walking my way towards giving back to my community because, you know, God doesn't bless you for you. He blesses you for your people. So once you have that mindset, you also have to know what is it that you get, that God is going to bless you with that you can give back to your people. And what I've noticed is why I got my factory back home. Mm -hmm. The reason why I have a factory is because I wanted to help in slowing down the importations of outfits and fabrics when you know we africans we have our style and we we have the fabrics we can we can make our own stuff you understand we can make the money within the community to build a better nigeria you know Mm -hmm. so this is something that i've been planning and i've been looking forward to since i was a kid you know to bring back and help because we also could have foreigners come in to also help the factories give people jobs, you know, imagine having a fashion factory where you have over a thousand to 200,000 workers just to build the community, just to build the community. There are a lot of other countries that we go to like China and the others, like this is how they build their community when we go and give them these clothes and these lines and stuff. And this is something that is, is very teachable. You, people can learn it, mm-hmm. you know, so the community can also have that for itself. That's good. That's good. Being creative is one is one of your things, being in a fashion, you know, industry. Now, what inspires you, you know, to, to be to be creative, as to say, you know, you know, and I've been through your yeah. page, your Instagram page, you know, I've, I've seen that, you know, your your stuff there are mind blowing, you know, very creative. Oh, you thank know. you. And now what inspires you to be more creative? Well, I would say first of all, like fashion is something that's already a part of me. Sometimes I can, I could just be cooking or drinking tea and I could just see a design. It just comes to me like vision or something sometimes. But most times what makes me more creative is Alexandra McQueen. I love that man so much. He's my mentor, even if he's not, he's no more. But I always still go back to him. I always still watch his videos, still see his collections. And I'm just mind blown. Like, wow, this is a true legacy. You know, like it's really inspiring how someone can be so hardworking. He felt like he wasn't enough. And even in his death, 
like he's still one of the top you know designers like the things that they still create is just mind-blowing like it's it helps it inspires me a lot to keep pushing and keep knowing what i can put out there do you understand okay in doing all that now do you do you have a team at the moment you know like no so you you're the creative creative person you're the person that does all the social media marketing accounting yes Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so out of out of everything I've mentioned now, yeah, and if you if you were asked to assign a role to someone, you know, okay, do you know mm-hmm. um I would give up this part of the job to someone else, what would that part be and why? Okay. Well there's there are like three things I would be ready to give up. <laughs> There will be like three things I'm ready to give up. First, I'll give up the social media part, the social media promoting oh. part. Oh my God. I would need someone to take over. <laughs> I would need someone to take over that part because sometimes I can be, I can be trying to be playful and my captions just rub someone else somewhere the wrong way. And I'm just like, what's going on here? And my friends are, are sending it to me like, Grace, what do you mean? What's what's, mean? what's, what's, what's this? So I'm like, this is what happened. They're like, no, it doesn't sound like that's what happened. So I think if I was to give someone a role, I'll give the person my social media like <laughs> to, to do the promoting and image and everything because sometimes people don't get you. You don't know who's out. You don't, as in, I don't even know how else to explain it. I think it's, I've already explained yeah, the best yeah, social, way that. So, social media is a big place and, and you don't know who's watching, who's listening. Exactly. <laughs> you might just want to be yourself today and people might just not be having it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to offend anybody as well. Exactly, exactly. So that's one role that, you know, I would just, I can I can spare myself <laughs> the hustle. Uh, what, what is the and second then one? the second one will be money. Oh my God, I need an accountant because <laughs> I need someone to control my finances. Because <laughs> I can be like, okay, this is this is something I want to do. This is something I want to save. This is something I want to this and this and this and this and lay everything out. And I can just be on social media and just see like, oh, there's this new facial thing that's out, this face steamer, this part thing. I'm just going to buy it. The money is there. And then when I remember that, oh, this is what I was saving for. I'm like, ah, I want to start working on that. I'm very good. So I think, yeah, I think I would give, I would get an accountant. That's the second thing mm-hmm. to manage the finance so that I don't just buy whatever I desire instead of, you know, working for that one. I can just, you know, if I have an accountant, they'll just be like, no, you can't. Yes, you get, yes. someone, you have to get more to, and then, someone to set you, you straight. Know, <laughs> yeah because once i have money i just i just i can just buy what i like at the, at the time you know so and it's not it's not really good it's good to save you, should, you need everybody needs to learn how to save yeah because you don't know what's gonna happen in the future <laughs> absolutely then the last thing the last thing i'll do is i think my sewing i don't want to stop but I think I would like someone to join me, which is what I'm still working towards because with time I will get, you know, so I'll get people that would work with me. Do you understand? And we all have to make money as well from it. So, yeah, because the sewing sometimes can be overwhelming because like handling two jobs, it is, it's not easy. 
it's really not easy. Sometimes you don't get to, you don't get the rest that you deserve. And to just have that time, sometimes I can say, okay, I want to take like three days off and just rest. But by the second day, it feels like you've not worked for like two weeks. You're like, no, you can't continue. <laughs> you can't continue this way. Yeah. You have to go back to work because bills have to be paid. You know, you need money for this, you need money for that. But I feel like if I have someone that is handling the making and everything with me, that way I can focus more on producing as in I can focus more on my fashion and maybe less of care home. Care home can be like what is my part-time because right now my passion is my part-time, which is supposed to be the other way around. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, but, but with time, but with time that would that would um, that scale would shift, wouldn't it? Yes, yes, it would. Time. I haven't said I haven't said that. What what would you say are some of the challenges you know people in your in the fashion industry face? What are these challenges? To be fair, I wouldn't I don't I don't I don't really know where to place my finger on it to say that this is what my you know my fashion industry people are facing because to be fair, everyone has their own style, they have their own market strategy and they have their own audience. So it depends on what people want. And that's how, that's why everybody can be in the sky and fly, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't, I wouldn't know exactly what to say is a problem in the industry. But the only thing I can say is we need more of like sustainable fashion because like having so much people in the industry, even those that don't even study fashion these days, you see them with retail stores. I think it's what is making the fashion industry more, it's like, it's, it's, it's a bit more toxic because there's too much fabrics out there. There's too much, you know, seeds and stuff. It, it's also destroying a little bit of the land because before we were using proper wool and things that were good for our skin and now we're using stuff like polyester to create garments because they're making garments on high demands, you know, and stuff like that. So it's kind of, I think it, the only thing, the problem in, in the fashion industry is just the demands, the clothes that we have at this era is so much, the production of clothes and everything because business-wise fashion is makes a lot of money. But then on the other hand that people are not seeing is that it's also destroying the planet in some ways. Do you understand that? The people don't understand and it's not good. Okay. I wish we could work on that. Maybe the next generation, then they'll figure out a way to handle this problem. Well said, Grace. Well said. Now you've said that, you know, and that will probably lead me to asking the, the challenges now, the mistake that people make in your industry as well. Mistakes could be, you know, like you said something some couple of minutes ago, like saying people need to probably go to a proper fashion school before they go and in, dive into fashion, you know? So would you say those are part of the mistakes that people make as well in the fashion industry? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's, it's not more of a mistake. I think it's more of a business choice because they don't, I don't feel like they know much about the, like what fashion is about. They just buy trend, buy trends, mm-hmm. you know, chipping mm-hmm. the market as business to just sell off, you know, and this is what is also causing like problems in the fashion industry, because when you buy clothes of quality, 
you know you're mm-hmm. supposed to spend enough money on good quality that at least you know you're you're spent your any your your money's well spent but when you buy you know really affordable cheap clothes that how like that is not good quality first you have to these are clothes that won't last you buy you throw away you buy you throw away it's not good on the economy you know it's not good with the land like because all this now is creating more demands on those on those um what's it called on those companies that produce the clothes it's it's more chemicals it's more dyes into our seas and this we forget that if we're poisoning the water we're poisoning the fish if we don't care about the fish then we don't care about what we eat because we eat the fish yep. so we're literally still poisoning ourselves just to look good then we start seeing things like different type of diseases and you know liver is down and this you're wondering how somebody that doesn't drink had just the liver is shut down and you're like wow what happened or you know we don't know where these problems are coming from you know what i mean yeah yeah it's, it's true you're absolutely right cuz um we we need to take care of the env- environment that's what i'm saying like people with fashion people that do go the four years to go through the the university these are things that you get to learn these are things that you get to know because this they teach you the importance of quality the importance of sustainability the importance of you know trying not to destroy the planet even if you're because fashion is an art is expressing yourself but then you don't you can't you don't have to express yourself in a way that is going to destroy the planet because you we still need to do still need to live on the planet don't we but people who just see fashion as a business choice they don't know these things and they just continue to first they reduce the market and then what happens after that is that you they start to create massive high demands that's actually creating more chemicals that's destroying the planet. Wow. So haven't haven't said that grace. You know what would be your suggestion to having a more eco-friendly fashion environment? So problem solving for this situation, I think the first thing will be to first work on fashion sustainability. I think the the fashion industry should find a way when people throw this garments away that is creating high demand before like reproducing and stuff like that they should find a way to first resource it back into the market because there's this thing where we do that is zero waste in that I learned at the university that's called zero waste it's like bringing old clothes and stuff that has been used before and making it into new garments so what it, it should be is that when people have outshined this trend instead of just throwing the trends away they should create it they should recreate it in a way that it can come back you know maybe the styling maybe the beading maybe something embroidery or something like they need to bring it back into the market so that it gets sold out again and not just go into waste Jugger like there are so many people as well on the streets like they don't even have clothes they don't even have what to wear i think people as well when they when they are done with clothes instead of just throwing it away they can go into charity homes they can sell it off there so at least other people get to wear it you know and people just I think it's just about recycling. I think the clothes should be recycled and not just given into waste or just dumped anywhere because that way it's not eco-friendly. You're right. You know. 
So Grace, you've you've kicked off your fashion, you know, career. You know, you've, you've done well for yourself. You know, and I know you look up to Alexander McQueen. You know, but do you have someone? Yeah. Do, you, do you have someone that that teaches you the day to day styling? You know, how you should do certain trends. You know, like having a mentor, really, in in whatever. Yes, you do. yes, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. First of all, I have three mentors. <laughs> Very necessary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, um, he was he's my foundation teacher, Mr. Knight. Oh, he taught me so much. I'll show you this jacket. Can you see? Wow, nice. When I wanted to make a winter collection, he literally taught me how to make this from start to finish. Wow, nice. Amazing. I know that's a dashiki winter jacket right there. <laughs> that Amazing. saved me over 300 pounds going to MS or one of them designers just to buy a nice winter jacket. <laughs> wow. So is that are you are you are you gonna are you gonna mass produce that? Like is that is that your new collection? Is that part of your new collection? Well, I have see, I have so much collections. I have collection that was gonna last me from now till next year, <laughs> December. <laughs> I have so much collections that I want to bring out. But I think I'm working for this one for winter. Okay. Because what I'm trying to do is I want to get the right patterns. For now, I can only make my pattern. But um, I'm trying to get like bespoke patterns that is for every size. And then I can mass produce. Then I can bring it out. So it's the collection is not necessarily for this year, or <laughs> you know, it's for when it's gonna be ready. <laughs> that, that material, that material you use for that, that's that's a if I'm if I'm right, that that's Kente, right? Yes, that's Kente. Okay, fine, fine. So where do you where do you so, where do you source source your materials from? Kente is Ghana, but do you get them from yes, here in yes, the UK, or you get them straight from Ghana? No, I get it online. Okay, there are shops like Ipsy. Itsy is a really good shop. It was um, my university propeller that introduced me to Itsy. I also have my own shop on Itsy. I got it from Itsy and eBay because those are the easiest places for me to get Ankara fabrics. That there are also a lot of you know African entrepreneurs okay. that sell their their um, their materials and everything. So it's easier to find, especially Itsy. It's very easy to find what you're looking for on Itsy. Okay. So everything is there <laughs> and okay. it's very affordable. <laughs> okay, good. good. That's, that's good. I see that you're using a lot of African fabrics, you know, Kente to mm-hmm. to Ankara, you know, to all that to to do your old fashioned thing, you know. And yeah. you know, comparing the way the way we Africans have sort of like pushed Afrobeat, you know, trying to send yeah. Afrobeat to the world, you know, fashion designers like you, you know, having your own fashion brand, you know, how would you mm-hmm. want to push, you know, African style and African brands, you know, you know, African materials to the rest of the world? When I started my collections and I wanted to have my own clothing line, what I wanted to do was make Ankara into a more foreign brand as well, like make it, in, make it into foreign collections. Like, yes, we have our traditional attires, our boobas and the wrappers and stuff like that, and ashibis. But I think I wanted to do more with my collection. I wanted to actually have it like Vogue kind of Ankara, you know, uh-huh. bring Ankara into that Western, you know, that Western culture. Because in our country, we imitate a lot 
of Western behavior. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's also part of what has put me into that lane of the art as well, because we are also more like Westerners in Nigeria, but we have our own culture. Yes, we have our own, you know, tribes and everything. But when it comes to our arts, when it comes to our behavior, Mm -hmm. we try to imitate more of the Western world. And some parts of the Western world also love our culture. They love our arts, you know, they, they can't have enough of Africa. So this is another way for them to be able to also really, it's like a diversity you know, mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. both worlds in one, that type of thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Going through your page, I think about two years ago, there's this famous jacket that that um, I think I, I saw Mr. Jalof, you know, one, one of the Ninja influencers, the Nigerian influencers wearing, mm-hmm. you know, and then a couple of other models were wearing on, on your page as well. You know, what mm-hmm. influenced that jacket? Because I, I really like the, you know, the whole pattern, you know, the whole style, you mm-hmm. know what inspired that jacket you know because having <laughs> having mr jalof wear that jacket you know i'm sure you he was like it was like it was like a killer for you right yes <laughs> i was so happy honestly it, it, it was just it just i i love him i love his page you know i always whenever i go to his way i'm always laughing he's very entertaining you know and he's very inspiring like whatever he puts his mind to he actually does it and it does it really well. So it kind of gives you that whole, like, you can do it too kind of situation. Yes. So when I made the jacket and the outfit and I just messaged him on Instagram and I was like, ah, sir, please, I would like you to wear my jacket and everything. He was like, and then I sent him a picture. He was like, wow, this is really nice. I was like, please send me your size. I'll send you one. He was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I was like, I was filled with joy, honestly. <laughs> That's nice, man. That's nice. I feel the joy. It's like the most, it was the most happiest thing. Even Osh Baby too wore it. Okay. Osh Baby wore it. He loved it. And he told me Mr. Easy actually liked it. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my God. Like when he went for One Africa, I was, uh, I was so proud of myself. What inspired it, the, what inspired that collection was that when I went to Nigeria for holiday, so I noticed that there's this, because uh, here, Everybody here wears either you're wearing hoodie because before then I had done this hoodie collection. So you're either wearing a hoodie or you're wearing like a bumper jacket. Here, most the most um, wears here are active wears, mm-hmm. you know. So when I went back home for the holiday, I was trying to look for how I could make Ankara into an active wear. How was it going to look, mm-hmm. you know? So I first started with trying to create myself an active way to come back to uni, you know, and just gauge like, yeah, I have my own <laughs> active way. Then I also started seeing that oh, it was becoming something like a trend in Nigeria. Like people were actually different kind of jackets were like popping up. I was like, ah, this thing can actually be a thing. So I went back to my drawing book and I decided to design. And then I noticed that, wait, no one actually has a complete, there's no joggers that is in Ankara that has, that comes with a matching jacket. Mm-hmm. So that was when I just went for it. I just designed sleepless nights, came back to the UK. I was still on that project. Honestly, my lecturers were like, they were worried for me at first. Like, ah, Grace, are you okay? You don't say, you know, you don't seem as active in class. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Because when I leave school, I know I'm running back home to be calling back home to be like, okay, so this is my, how is the jacket going? <laughs> I was teaching the every details of what I wanted. 
from that jacket. It was it was really it was a good experience, honestly. I loved it. I was in, I was just inspired by the active wear. Like I just wanted to create an active wear in Ankara that I could wear, you know, because like here in the UK, everybody is wearing active wear. It's mostly active wear that is the fashion here. Okay. So do you still have that collection or the season is gone? No, I still have. I still have series of my own in my closet, obviously, but I will bring it back at the right time. I will have to, you know, those are for things you you redesign and then you bring out. You can't just bring it back out, except if you want one, then I can see what I can do. So if someone wants one now, you know, how yeah. much would that set you back? Oh, uh, It's going to. Obviously, it would be higher because now it will, it's based on customizing for you. After make it's mostly because it's not in the market, mm-hmm. so it would be like a hundred pound for a jacket if someone was to buy it off me now. That's pretty much on the high side, but but I think I, I think it's worth it because because the jacket is really is really really nice. You've built your your brand now, you know, up to up to this stage now, you know, and uh, and I know you've done you've done well. You're putting a lot of hard work there as well. You know, if you were to go back in time, you know, what would you do differently? If I was to go back in time, what I would have done is, yeah, when I had this collection, the one you just talked about, Mm -hmm. I would have not been very trusting because the collection, as much as it went the way I wanted it to go when I was in control, I started trusting too much, you know. So what I would have done was I would have gone home after my semester, I should have gone home to actually be there and made sure that the demands that I got, like there was so much heights to reach with that collection. Like half of the whole Nigeria wanted it. And I didn't get to meet my goal to get because of the differences between I and my aunt at the time that was in the factory. So what I would have done differently if I go back in time is I would have gone home to set things straight <laughs> and made sure that, you know, I didn't let myself down or my company down, which is my Udofe designs because the internet doesn't, people don't forget. They'll be like, ah, this girl that we were ordering this, she's not as well. They don't know your struggle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so in, invariably, what you're saying is that you you would have put things in place, you know, to actually yeah. produce them while while there were demands, you know, to 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 get the jackets out there as well. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. So, um, we are in the era of social media. You know, everybody is the kids, older people. Everybody using social media. You know, mm-hmm. what's your take on social media? Is 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 it good for brand promotion? Is is it good for your brand? You know, a lot of people say social media is bad. You know, which mm-hmm. I totally understand. You know, I, I get that. You know, but What's your take on social media as a whole? Well, I feel like social media is a is I think it has its ups and downs, basically. It does. It has its ups and downs. And it depends on what you're there for. That's when it can be good for you or bad for you. If you're there for business, for promoting, you know, to get your financial breakthroughs. I think social media is very good. It gives you a, plat- a wider platform, you know, to be able to get other people's, um, you know, interest into what you're doing and you can open your markets and get buyers because, sorry, excuse me, not everybody around you might like what you're doing, but 
people from other places, other countries might be interested and that might just be your thing, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's going to work for you. But then social media, I think it's only bad when you go there with your personal situations because everybody's going through their own thing. When you open your life to people and you open, let them have opinions in your life, then I think it starts to ruin things. <laughs> it starts to ruin things for you because not everybody might agree with your lifestyle and some people might agree with your lifestyle. So it's a make or break situation. But I think social media is just basically what you're there for. It's just going to work for you with what you want to be on social media. That's yeah. what I'm just, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And for me, for me as well, social media is you put in good, you get good, you put in bad, you get bad. So it's whatever you put in, exactly. whatever you, put in you get, you know, so that's, exactly. that, that's my own, that, that's my own take on social media. Now, if, if someone comes to you and say, Grace, you know, I love what you do, you know, I like your designs, you know, you've done really well mm-hmm. for yourself. What would you say to me, you know, advice to me if I want to do same thing you're doing, you're doing as well. Like if I want to go into fashion as mm-hmm. well, what would be mm-hmm. your advice to me? What would that answer be? I would say the first thing is be confident in yourself. You have to own what you're selling. Otherwise, people are not going to buy it if you don't like what you're making. Because that's one thing like my mentor taught me in university, my lecturers. Like before I used to make really nice stuff, but I used to just feel like, eh, it's the project. It's not like, I don't know if I like it. If I don't, I'm just trying to do the project. And she was like, Amanda was like, Grace, you have to like what you're making. Otherwise, it's gonna, nobody's going to like it. If you don't like it, you have to be confident, isn't it? Yeah, I so you. I think anyone that's going to be into the fashion industry, first things first, you have to have your confidence and you have to love what you're doing. You just have to. That's the only way. It's the energy that's going to draw people to you okay. and to what you're marketing and to what you're selling. Okay, absolutely right. You know, going back to social media, you know, have you ever had any negative reviews? To be fair, I haven't. I haven't had any negative reviews, but I've had people unfollow me because there are some times that I can be not consistent. <laughs> Like when I'm, when I get into something and it's becoming bigger than what I expected, I have to go off for a while and properly, you know, arrange myself and put things in order. And sometimes there are followers that are not patient enough. They don't really, they want to be just seeing you every day. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but, but, the, but the thing is, Grace, the, the, the thing is you, you already created this this wonderful brand and you also have yeah. a platform to go with it. And your community, you know, like I say, people that follow you, they 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 want value from you as well. So they they, they want to wake yeah. up in the morning and say, "Oh, what's Grace posting? What's Grace thinking? You know, what's yes. what's Grace writing?" So they, they they want that. And it's very it's very understandable. It's very understandable. Honestly, I understand. But it's just that sometimes when you have to be away, you have to just you have to be away because when you when you don't sit back and get calculative because it's also a business. It's not a show. You get. Like fashion is different from the entertainment industry. You get what I mean? You have to be very calculative as well. So if you don't sit back and you don't put one plus one and arrange yourself and then when you come out, people can also see and understand where you're going. Then what are you doing? You know, but some people, the ride or dies will be there with you. They will be there. They understand what it is, you know, and your fans will be there. 
to see, okay, she's been, she's gone for a while. Let's see what she wants to come up with because they don't just expect that you're just off, you know? So then there are some that are just not patient enough. They just don't see you post in the next two, three days. They are out. They're not about to <laughs> waste their time waiting for you. They're on to the next person who can actually give them that everyday post and everyday activity, which is one thing that I kind of struggle with because like, being the person that has to do the brand, the sewing and everything that is controlling most of everything that's happening within your business and making sure everything stays. I have to stay off sometimes. I have to like my mask situation now. Like I'm creating so many masks. Yeah. I'm producing to a shop. Um, for this first one, I've had to do... Um, I've had to do it in ropes because what I did was I asked one of my friends as well, she's working. So I'm like, I wanted to do elastics and I wanted to do ropes. As she said, a lot of people at her workplace, they are complaining that the elastics is giving them marks. Mm -hmm. You know, when you wear elastic for a while, it's going to give you a mark behind your ear. And then what's happened is also after a while, it gets loose. So I said, okay, ropes are the easiest. You can just adjust it to how you want it and you could also reuse it you can wash it you know and you can wear again so i went ahead to release it and guess what everybody now is like ankara max on social media has elastic they want the ones with elastic <laughs> you can't please everyone even when it's for their own good <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. so, <laughs> so now i've had to Come back to my drawing board and I'll decide, okay, I'm going to have to release both elastic and ropes. So for now, I'm still waiting on the orders because like I have to first place in orders for elastic, get them and then complete the mask. So at this point, I haven't like put anything on social media because why these are things that I'm putting together. Do you understand? So that I can come out fully so people can understand that, okay, there are varieties and you know, you can place in your order. It's not just that I'm just selling just ropes. Do you understand? And yeah. then a few will just be like, they will just be judging you. Have you seen hers? <laughs> Some of them get like that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Fantastic. Uh, but with, with this, with this yeah. whole uh, thing going on right now with COVID-19, you know, how, how do you conduct your business these days? Well, with the COVID-19, well, I do my business at home. To be fair, okay. I have my workshop at home. And um, what I do is when I also come back from work, because lately I haven't actually been working at the care homes. I've not had a lot of shifts. Work has been really, really slow, honestly. But what I used to do then is when I come back from work, the first thing I do is put my stuff straight into the washing machine, wash with the towel. Like every time I come back from work, my I don't take off and put anywhere in my house, straight into the washing machine, wash off with the top. And then I can have my shower and then I can start touching stuff in my house, <laughs> you know, because I have to keep myself, <laughs> I have to keep myself, yeah. you know, protected as well. So for now, I haven't been going to work. So I've just been working on my Max collection and seeing how far that can take me before I go to my normal work. Because I know work is coming. I'm just taking the time <laughs> of that. I'm not getting jobs right now to, you know, okay. do my collection. Okay. I, I guess you, you've been enjoying your journey, you know, the process so far. Yes. You know, where do you see your Duffy designs? Let's say in the next 
you know, we, we don't we don't want to be too optimistic. Like, you know, between two years and five years, where do you see yourself going? In two to five years, ah, I feel like I feel I should already find my base. Like, I should already be, you know, past a level of my foundation. I should already be out there. You get my own will now be in two to five years. I feel like Odofe will be something that people will start to recognize and start to understand that yes, there is a, is this African fashion designer that's this girl that does Odofe design. Like I will be on the map basically yeah, in the be, industry. Yeah, be, you'll be a brand, years. you'll be a brand to reckon with. Yeah. Yes. In two to five years, I will be. Okay. Okay. So for the listening community and people that would, you know, listen to this interview or watch, watch it, whatever, wherever it goes, you know, what do you do differently that you think will pull me to buy mm-hmm. into your design, into your brand? What's going to pull the crowd is that it's quite stylish. It stands for itself. You know, it's good work. It's good quality. I make sure that I bring out my best in what I'm doing. You know, like whatever you're spending, it's going to be a best buy for you. And uh, yeah, you're going to look great in it. And it's just character and it's just... It's just, it's art and it's personality, you know, in one. So I feel like anyone that's going to buy Udofe, they're just going to love it. And when they wear it, other people are going to love it on them as well. Absolutely. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> What's in your new collection now? What what are you, what are, what are you working on now? I, I, I know you, you're doing some t-shirts, some t-shirts with some, yes. with, with some African prints on them, you know. Yes, that, yes, 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 yes. Is that, is that, is that what's That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's coming. I'm hoping like by next month, I think in a month and a half, that collection should be out, you know, because like right now I want to do the mask. So was this this mask is already taking into this month is almost over. So this mask should be into the, from now till next month and upper month. I should be releasing my t-shirt collection. It's it's so much work. I'm such a god. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to bring everything out at once yeah, because yeah. people are going to be confused. What do they buy? What are they going to what do? They buy what should they not buy? Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen few I've seen few samples on your page. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say they they're, they're really good. They're really good, and I'm also willing to get mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I believe you. I know what I the first time I told you, you were like, please, when it comes out, I want I want my own. Yeah, definitely, definitely, absolutely. When you're not working, you're not designing, you know, what do you do for fun? Me, I do a lot of things though. To be fair, <laughs> I like to go out. Me and my best friend, we go, we watch movies. That's before this corona situation. So okay. I watch movies, I like to take trips. Go to Manchester, sightsee, drink wine, and watch favorite movies. Sometimes I can just watch a very sorrowful movie and just cry and drink wine for myself, and it's fun. <laughs> and that is my me time. <laughs> That's good. You good. Know? good. <laughs> I do a lot of dancing, but I don't record it and post it because I don't want. To, I don't know if people are gonna laugh at me if I can dance yeah, or if I can't. You dance. never, you never know. So, you just- I just a lot of dancing off camera. <laughs> you, you never know. Just put it out there. You know, you never, you know, you never know. <laughs> oh my God. Well, maybe sometime. <laughs> maybe some other time. But as I'm not, I'm not too secure about my dancing. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> so what would, what would be your last take for 
people, you know, listening, watching that, that want to go into business, but they are thinking, oh my God, is, is the, is going to a business really good for me? The difficulties, you know, and, and how am I going to cope with, with, with the whole, with the whole challenges, you know, what would be your last word to them? Well, my intake to everyone that's trying to have a business right now and is looking into something or waiting for something, I will just let you know from my experience is that you don't have to wait to have a lot of money to start a business. You can start from whatever you have. As far as you keep putting it out there, keep growing it. And there's no there's no such thing as you have to quit whatever you're doing to follow your passion. If you don't even have money for it, get a job. Get a job. Get some capital. Build yourself. You can do it. Have confidence. Believe in it. And I promise you, it's even in the Bible. God says, work hard and he would bless it. You would be fruitful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Grace. That's nice. For for those listening, you know, and they, they want to get in touch with you, you know, and they, they want to follow you, you know, they want to see what you're doing, what, what you're up to, you know, what would be the best place, platform, you know, for them to follow you? On my at Miss IBKF page. That's my personal page. I'm more on there than my actual business page because there I can post anything. You can get to see me on both my fashion and in my story, just doing my thing sometimes, you know. So that's where I mostly announce almost everything I'm also doing. My business page, I do post my work there, but it's on a minimum. I post my collection and mostly my work work. But on my personal page, you get to see like my own personal designs that I wear and I post, you know, even if it's not coming out, but if you're interested in it, I can as well make it for you. So that's the place that you, you see what I'm up to, what I'm doing and to keep up with me, that would be the best page for you all to follow. And, you know, hope yeah. I'm fun for you guys too. <laughs> Yeah, nice, uh, nice, Grace. It's been nice having you, you know, and you've really done well for yourself. You know, look, looking back at your page, you've, you've created some lovely designs, you know, nice things going for you, you, you know, and and for the future, you know, wish you all the best. I know you're going to do great, you know. Can't wait for the, for the t-shirts to come out, you know. I want to grab my Me well. too. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited as well. I want to I want to grab my as well, you know. And your jacket is nice as well. You 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 have a, you, you. You, have a, you have a very good collection, you know. And I know I know you're going to go places, you know. And um Thank you. All the best. Great for the time. And for for, the, for those of you that want to follow us, you know, is Ask the Pros Business, you know, on Instagram any questions you know you can hit me up you know if you have any any questions for grace as well you know you can hit me, hit me up or hit her up directly anyway so uh grace hopefully would form a partnership you know you never you mm-hmm. never know you, ne- you never know where this is going <laughs> never you know, know i'm wearing I'm 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 design on my show and i, and I just give you a shout you know you never know <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> that would be totally great. Honestly, yeah, yeah, it would be much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, Grace, it's, it's been wonderful having you, man. I must say, man, nice one, nice one, good one. Thank yeah. you.